Nathan, you know, there's uh, nobody likes to grieve, but there's good kinds of grief out there. Like when you're at a funeral and you make a big scene of throwing yourself on a coffin and wailing to the heavens or when you're. Yeah, everyone in that room generally believes that to be good. Yeah, they go, wow, <laughs> he's really feeling it. He's taking this good. He's taking this well. <laughs> That's some good grief. <laughs> you know who else knows a lot about good grief is our good friend, that bald-headed, little, depressive Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really love this intro. I think it really set up, you really set up the tea. I do, t- I do too. I, I'm, I'm laughing. It's a comedy podcast. <laughs> That's true. It is. I forget that sometimes. Uh, well, uh, you're not going to forget it this one because we're going to send the audiences into conniptions of laughter. This is just the tip. You're just resting on the tippity tip of our little icebergs poking out of the ocean. Because, of course, you're listening to Network Special the podcast about the golden age of appointment-based television when you had to watch what was on when it was on television. But now, thanks to the magic of the internet, we can watch these things again and again. I am one of the co-hosts of this show. My name is Zachariah. I'm here with my beautiful other co-host, who? Nathan. And producer Jeremy is somewhere in a snowdrift today in Ohio, where I am. It is snowing fit to beat the band there has not been a <laughs> snowplow or a salt truck going down my street all day it is just one big blanket of beautiful beautiful snow how i hate it the the salt trucks now i'm from ohio so i know this phenomenon and that yeah. but like are you are, do you think they go through and then like they get done and they turn around and they're like Ah! <laughs> they go right back. You know what I mean? <laughs> I live. Or are they on a schedule or something? Well, I live right by the highway and I can overlook and I saw the plows going uh, down that street. And it, like a cartoon, mm. just like the snow was burying the trail behind them. <laughs> yeah. It's also funny because. <laughs> Uh, when I was in Texas for a little while, I mentioned a salt truck and everybody not from the North just stared at me. Like, like I was talking about an ice cream truck <laughs> for salt, like for salt. Or something. Yeah. salt licks. Like we would all run out and get our salt lick. <laughs> yeah. Like the milkman. Yeah. Although I guess my mom delights in telling people that whenever I was little, I would go outside and eat the salt off the road. Oh, that's that that's cute and funny and safe. Because, <laughs> of course, it's not really salt. It's like that weird chemical compound that has salt in it, but it's mostly toxic chemicals. Oh, my gosh. Wait a second. This absolutely explains everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... You know, like the, did you eat paint chips when you were a child? It's like, no, you ate road salt. Yeah. I shoveled road salt in my mouth. And then I looked up and my pupils dilated. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, but you know, <laughs> you know what will warm this up is us talking about the romance at the beginning of the month of February 
for everybody's mm. favorite holiday across the board, Valentine's Day. Everybody loves mm. it. Nobody has weird feelings about it. So we're going to talk about Mm-mm. some romantic things for the next two weeks, starting with Charlie Brown specials. Two, two of them. Mm-hmm. We're going to cover 1967's You're in Love, Charlie Brown, and 2002's A Charlie Brown Valentine. Yeah. Eras apart from each other. And we wanted to uh, do two of these. um, To, uh, we wanted to do like one from an old era, one from the new, and kind of compare and see how they've advanced over the years. Now, have we done a Charlie Brown? We have done something, haven't we? We've we haven't done a Charlie Brown. Uh, you've suggested them. I've always kind of dragged my feet on them because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's well, there, first of all, there are forty five Charlie Brown specials. That's forty five network special episodes, <laughs> baby. <laughs> and it's not. I I love the Charlie Brown. I love the the weirdly named peanuts strip i love the charlie brown strip uh i like some of the specials the peanuts specials they're either funny and charming and i like them or they are like having a child slowly read comic strips to you while your uncle plays his (laughs) jazz albums or it's just like Nonstop Snoop, silent Snoopy antics for half an hour. It's like, rawr, 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 rawr. and I like, I'm not anti Snoopy, like, but fighter pilot. Yes, like as a fighter pilot, or like twenty minutes playing like tennis or whatever Snoopy is <laughs> yeah. into. I'm not anti Snoopy. There are some people who like literally say the comic was ruined when Snoopy was introduced. I'm not one of those extremists, <laughs> but a little Snoopy goes a long way with me. Although I, I have fond memories of the Snoopy come home one, the one where he's like lost. Is that, and it's got the, it's the one that's got the no dogs allowed. <laughs> song in it boy uh, like i said there's 45 of these i don't know if that's the one <laughs> are you talking about the weird live action animation one no i, I okay. i'm not sure but that is one of out of all the 45 we have to do that one for sure i agree it's the girl in the big red truck charlie brown which is which yeah, stars that's no that's it oh that's what no, you're I mean... talking about i see yeah 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 no, the one that stars uh, Charles Schultz's daughter in the live action sections. Yes, we definitely oh, need to do oh, that. Really? Yes. That's just a requirement for him that he just hires people who are not actors to do stuff. <laughs> yeah, Charles Schultz went to a rage if you had a SAG card. <laughs> yeah. What are your feelings towards peanuts? What are your peanuts memories or why? Like, because like I said, you're the one who kept suggesting these and I kind of dragged my feet on them. So I have super fond memories of the, the specials, you know, from the the holiday specials, you know, like um, obviously the Halloween one, great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, obviously, um, the Thanksgiving one, 
what's that one called? Uh, is it just It's Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown? Or something. Is... That one's very, you know, the popcorn and the jelly beans. A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the Christmas one, I remember, but I was not interested in the religious. Oh, okay. No. No. No, no. I I liked that aspect of it. It, 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 You know, as as a young budding Christian. Of course. Um, But the the, uh, Snoopy... Baron, I think that's also in the same. The Red Baron. I don't remember. Yeah, the Red Baron stuff because it's on Christmas record, just like a Christmas Red Baron record or something, which I had. Um, I, I can't remember. It's all like everything is garbled up in my mind about this. And then of course the one I'm talking about, the Snoopy, when Snoopy is trying to get back home, and he keeps getting thrown out of places that has a sign that say no dogs allowed. Um. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I would read the comic strip. I, I, I enjoy, loved the music. I loved the feeling of them. I loved that there was like little kids saying the words. It felt, it just felt, um, it feels like home. Like whenever, whenever one of these comes on, it feels like, oh, it's Christmas time, you know, or something. Like it feels like, like oh, everyone gathers around to watch the yearly showing of you know, Christmas thanks uh, Christmas. Or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm now, I, I'm listening to I'm I was also kind of like scrolling and trying to figure yeah. out which one you were talking about. Is it he's your dog, Charlie Brown? Because apparently that's I'll, about I'll him look. being separated. Maybe, maybe that's it. Um let's see. No dogs allowed Snoopy. Uh it is um snoopy come home snoopy come home is what it's called okay and it's and the song is sung by none other than our pal friend of the show thurl ravenscroft oh my god that's great (laughs) yeah yeah thurl ravenscroft Um, old tony the tiger and uh the grinch yeah or no he's saying he's saying the grinch songs yes yeah and he's also in the Haunted Mansion. And he also has one, one of, the, of heads. the greatest names of all time. Yeah, Thurl Ravenscroft. Beautiful. Um, yeah, so I, I was always a fan. Um, I think when I watch them now, obviously they're not as... I don't connect to them in the same way. Uh, but the old ones, when I watch them, I they are still... I still like them the same. I still like them. Mm. I did think that they were way longer than they are, these specials. Do you think that that has anything to do with watching them without commercials? Oh, probably. But but when you look at the running time, they're in the... Like the Thanksgiving one's like 20 minutes or something. Right, because there's no Schwabel's bread ads every right. five seconds. But I mean, I would have thought... <laughs> I would have thought that I think I thought they were like an hour. Oh, okay. You know, which would be way too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone remembers uh, Christmas. Obviously that's just like synonymous with Christmas. Uh, everyone mm-hmm. remembers the great pumpkin. Maybe you remember the Thanksgiving one, but 
all the rest of these like i defy anyone to remember uh it's the circus charlie brown or <laughs> i have seen this one but, she's but a good I don't skate remember. charlie brown <laughs> she's a good skate uh it, isn't there one there's some uh fourth of july ones too and i can't remember what they are like oh fourth of july there's an it's arbor day charlie brown yeah <laughs> there is a flash beagle oh yeah flash beagle there, that was a record too I think. sure there's snoopy's getting married charlie brown <laughs> love it they're so well okay <laughs> glad you love, love it. it it kind of became like it. thin soup but i mean obviously people were were watching them i like them i mean i love the comics up until like oh you know the 1980s charles schultz was getting to be an old man and then the comics just kind of turned into like jokes about your tennis game that kind of thing but i love <laughs> all the strips where you know uh, people are talking about theology and being abjectly cruel to each other and being depressed. That's, I think, I think they're all funny. I think they're beautifully <laughs> drawn characters. I like how all the kids in these sound like they have just gotten hit in the mouth. Like they all have crazy speech impediments. Well, and they all sound like they smoked for a couple of years. I lo- Peppermint Patty's voice in this first special <laughs> is the greatest child's voice. Sounds like somebody <laughs> stuck a bottle brush down this kid's throat and then started having her do lines. Yeah. And um, I, uh, you were talking about the religious aspect of it, which is so funny. There's a line in the first one that is like way more like uh, inside baseball. <laughs> For oh, religion, so inside when he baseball. Said, yeah, when he says, uh, he's doing, um, Charlie Brown's doing the the flower, and he's going, she loves me, she loves me not, she loves me, she loves me not, and then I think it's Linus who says, I I've never known a flower to have the gift of prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it works if you don't know that's like a Bible thing, but. But uh, boy, I think it works more if you do know. Of course it does. Oh, the pews are rolling if you if you're in the know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And these are both the Valentine's. I guess uh, there's actually only two Valentine's Day specials. And the the second one, the Valentine is the official Valentine's Day one. But there were a lot of romance themed Charlie Brown specials. Yeah, like the the first one we watched isn't Valentine's, right? Because it happens during the summer, like the summer's coming. Yes, these are more just love themed yeah. shows. Um, but the second one is. Oh, oh! Don't you worry, it is. <laughs> You're in love, Charlie Brown. These are, <laughs> despite one being 1967 and one being 2002, these are both directed by the same person, Bill Melendez, who was an animator at Disney doing like Pinocchio. Then he worked for Warner Brothers doing Looney Tunes. And then when he first struck out on his own to be an independent animator, the man struck oil with uh, signing with Charles Schultz to do the first peanut special. And he hitched his wagon to Charles Schultz Mm. past the grave. He 
still mm-hmm. still milking kid, that man. Right? Yes. Uh, Lee, Lee Melendez yeah, passed inherited. on the torch. Yep, that's right. Now, he... Um, in this... Oh, gosh, I lost what I was going to say. Bill Melendez directed this... Crap, I can't figure it out. Uh, I'll come back to it. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bill Melendez also does the voice of Snoopy and Woodstock in everything, including, oh. like, in the Peanuts movie. <laughs> That's right. Hey, you're a real Bill Melendez, Nathan. Um, they still use all his archival recordings of Snoopy oh, okay. to this day. Uh, oh. Who else could you give the role to? Except for you, apparently. You can do it. <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh, I also, I was going to say that it seems like they were both working from the same script, too. <laughs> it seems like the 2002 is like kind of a, a remake of this one in, in some in some ways. These two, it's interesting that we did these as a, a contrast because I hadn't seen either of these. Or if I had ever seen You're in Love, Charlie Brown, I didn't remember it. It just kind of like mixed in with the fog of all the other Charlie Brown stuff I've seen over the years. But these are both pretty similar in the fact that all of the dialogue is taken directly from the comic strip. Um, Hmm. There's no original script here beyond the Charles Schultz, uh, you know, lines and story for both of these, which means that there is a plot kind of in the fact that there are reoccurring characters and situations, but it's more just like a string of, uh, not quite one-liners, but a string of jokes kind of hung loosely together. Would you agree with that? Yeah. In my mind, this is kind of like a, uh, it's like laughing or something. It's like a sketch show almost. There's these little tiny sketches and then there's kind of a little thread going through, but it's really just a series of comic strips just animated. And then you put a through line happening behind them. Yeah, it's an emotional laugh-in. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you wondered, after 45 episodes of this, like, what, at what point do you think the Charlie Brown character kills himself? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's, that's your robot chicken spec script, right? Oh yeah, it's there you uh, go. Charlie Brown's medication therapy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I didn't no. know if you had any more follow up. I had no follow up to that. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, but these ever since the first Charlie Brown specials, these were kind of revolutionary specials in the fact that you had real kids performing these children um, and a very, for the time, uh, revolutionary jazz score, like putting Mm -hmm. jazz music to these kind of things was not normal. It would either be like library music or a full orchestra doing kind of like Looney Tunes style music. So, you know, the mid sixties has felt very contemporary. I guess Charles Schultz didn't even love the music. He just kind of went along with it, and then it became. Huh, I'm sure when those oh, really when those checks showed up, he was okay with it. <laughs> what? Who? Who? Who was like? No, we got to have this. The director, Melendez. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, and uh, f- the, the he wanted to have uh, Schultz wanted to have the old style. Like, No, he wanted the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Yes, and he wanted the violin that plays during Charlie Chaplin shorts. And, uh, you know, these these seem to reflect Charles Schultz pretty well. Both of these specials have to do with his pursuit of the little red-haired girl who Charlie Mm -hmm. Brown is in love with from afar. Who and that's her real name, by the way. Well, <laughs> because she signs it. The little red-haired girl, which I the little red-haired girl. <laughs> Anytime she talks <laughs> yeah. about herself, um, yeah, that's the real real name. We never see her in the comic strip. We don't see her in the first special. In the second special, we do see her. She yeah. kind of looks like little orphan Annie, and mm-hmm. uh, Charles Schultz. You know, I, I read a biography of him. He's a very interesting person. He seems like a lot of ways a very decent person, uh, a very depressed person, but also mm. just like a it, exactly the kind of competency and maturity level at romance that you would expect a man who came up with Charlie Brown to be at. <laughs> uh, the little redheaded girl is based on a real redheaded woman who he proposed to and was turned down early in life and so he obsessively starts writing these comics about her regardless of the fact that he was happily married well until he wasn't but he got happily remarried again um Mm -hmm. but yeah i guess it bothered him uh, forever (laughs) he said he never let go of it he contacted her later and became friends with her uh yeah interesting interesting guy even he even uh in this one he uh, makes her dance with a dog <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> this was post his death but one. i i like to think that that's uh uh melendez getting her good <laughs> for charles be think... on the grave how often does um the piano player what's the piano player's name well uh vince Gerardi is the no i mean the oh schroeder on the show schroeder how often does schroeder talk in the originals in the comics no in in the cartoons he he, he talks i mean lucy talks more but schroeder has a fair amount to say okay i couldn't remember if he did talk much because in 2002 he did talk a lot more than i remember him talking especially in the comics he is a character who has a lot of dialogue um schroeder's also one of my favorite characters so it's it's nice for me to see him used do you have a top peanuts characters um well you know i'm an ally so i gotta say franklin (laughs) Uh, uh, <laughs> probably, probably, uh, <laughs> probably, uh, Linus, I think I like the, I Ugh, like the, of course, um, of course I like him, right? You know? Yeah. 
but I like, but I like, um, I like that he's really handy with the the blanket. I like, <laughs> right. I, it's not just a, it's not just a thing. But I do like Schroeder a lot. I like that he freaking is a, a master pianist mm-hmm. at this. And I was thinking about it like, the only people who are truly good at things started when they were that age. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. So you feel <laughs> you like know, it's like, a grounded character. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and um, I think that's true. I kind of like Marcy, but she's just because I just don't know what her, her whole thing is. I just don't understand. I don't really get why she calls Patty Sir, and uh, you know, and she, like I don't know. I feel like uh, she would have grown up to be like a hipster or something, <laughs> maybe or something. I don't know. Uh, Marcy's great. I mean, all the Peanuts characters work so well. Because they have such a strong game, all of them. Like, it's the magic of these characters is when they wa- walk into a situation, you know basically what their individual reactions to the situation will be. Yeah. Um, I love Lucy. Um, not Lucille Ball. A horrible person. A oh, horrible okay. communist. I love, <laughs> uh, I love Lucy Van Pelt. I love Peppermint Patty. Um, and I, I really like Schroeder. I also do like, uh, Linus. Linus gets a lot of good, a lot of good lines. I don't know if I've ever, I don't think I like Patty because I feel like she's obnoxious and she never, uh, she doesn't have any boundaries and she doesn't ever, uh, listen Mm -hmm. to anyone else. She just says the things. Um, I know people like that. <laughs> I do too. I think that's that. why I like the character so much is you rarely see that kind of character portrayed, uh, especially because that's something that children often do. But, well, I will say maybe my feelings towards Peppermint Patty haven't been so strong until the you're in love, Charlie Brown. And she has that crazy run where she's talking to Charlie Brown about uh, how she's going to hook him up with the person she th- thinks he's in love with. He goes, ah, a little amour fatale, eh, Chuck? Huh? So she won't give you a tumble, eh, Chuck? So she won't give you the time of day, eh, Chuck? (laughs) She won't give you a tumble. I know. That's what I laughed so hard at when she said that. Uh, And she says freaking Chuck. And every time she says it, he goes, Chuck? Yeah. Like, And that is something. When I was a kid, my dad's name is Charles. And whenever I would go to his work, no, no one in our lives ever called him chuck okay and when, when, but when we go to work but his friend Patty. or people will call from work yeah people will call from work and they would say hey is chuck there and it would enrage me i would just i hated it like i hate that name that's not my dad's name his name is charles so they just decided themselves that that was what they would shorten it to it's it's what happens like everyone calls me nate uh oh, and really? i don't hate it yeah I don't hate it, but it's like, I mean, I've introduced myself as Nathan to yeah. someone, and then they've immediately said, nice to meet you, Nate. Like, <laughs> in it, like it's, like it's, and I'm, I I'm, won't I'm be fine, saying that, but <laughs> you can call me whatever you want, Zachy. <laughs> um, Every bro boss I've ever had has called me Zach immediately. Same thing. Just, I introduced myself. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. It's like, you're just like, I don't know what that is, but anyways. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. And, and I, I want to talk a little bit about, um, Pigpen too. 
Sure. Um, the fact, like I, I, like I hate this character. Not I don't hate Pigpen. It's not his fault. He has a curse hate, from God. I, I hate that they portray this poor kid, this poor person. Uh, I don't think he's supposed to be to poor. School. I don't think he's supposed to be poor. <laughs> That's how I see it. That's how I see it. Well, okay, well. <laughs> he's poor. He has no money. He has no money. He can't take showers. He's like Dookie in The Wire. <laughs> he has to no, go to school. He... <laughs> There are like Pigpen. That's how I see it. Pigpen does uh, because the girls will get on Pigpen and say, "Pigpen, take a bath." And he said, "He will say no. I want to be one with the earth." Basically, this okay, is Pigpen's right, choice. Okay. Um, although, okay. you know who is else? His na- is his choice to be called Pigpen? Yeah, well, that's what he calls himself. <laughs> okay. Um, you know who Pigpen else? Pigpen Mankowitz. <laughs> you know who else hates the character Pigpen? Uh-oh. is uh, Charles Schultz. Oh, really? He said he regretted making the character because it's so one-dimensional. He said, I did this okay. this kid who loved to be dirty. He goes, I just did it as like a one-off thing. Then I got all these letters from people saying how much they love Pigpen. I'm like, great. He has no personality. He's just dirty. What do I do with this kid? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, 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 and I like what they did with him in in the 2002 i think where he walks through a a sandbox and yeah. all the sand sticks to him yeah i did like that <laughs> there's some interesting kind of surreal gags in this for as much as peanuts is dialogue heavy like when lucy <laughs> can't take schroeder ignoring her so she breaks his beethoven bust and throws his piano yes. on the ground and then he goes to a closet <laughs> one closet opens it up it's full of pianos goes to another closet opens it up it's full of beethoven busts yeah it's not a joke you would expect from peanuts but i i love it when they stick that kind of thing in there's also one crazy angle that they drew and i can't remember if it's in the first or the second but there's one kind of bird's eye view of Charlie Brown where you get just the top of his head. Oh, yeah. You see the weird it's little so tuft. strange. Yeah. When yeah. you see his little tufts out the back of his head, it doesn't work very yeah. well. Yeah. It looks so weird. It looks like he's all punched down like you, like a, like a claymation. Like... Well, and being into comedy, we hate punching down. I never punch down. You I never, never do. Ever punch down. I never punch. Even down. the thought that Pigpen might be pure or poor, <laughs> you do think is pure. Mm-hmm. He's a pure being. Exactly. He doesn't deserve this kind of abuse. <laughs> the only time I've punched down in life mm. is when playing the Hawaiian Punch board game, or when your kid's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. When my kid's not listening, I go at it on poor people. <laughs> The homeless get out of my way when my kid's not around. Otherwise, I will treat you like a human with dignity. Um, speaking of how everyone looks, it is it is funny comparing contrast seeing the 60s one where the drawings look okay, but sometimes depending on the angle of where somebody is standing or who was animating that day, you know, eyes might seem a little weirdly far apart, or Linus's head mm-hmm. gets a little crow mangren look to it. <laughs> he has that permanent, like, knot on his head. Yeah, it gets a little intense. Um, but then when you get to 2002, it's all, 
it's computer animated, but in a style that makes it look like it's uh, cell animated and pencil oh, and watercolor is? backgrounds. Yeah, that's all computer. Yeah, but it, they retained the look. I think they did it pretty well. They nailed well. it. Yeah, it looks nice. And all the music is the original composed music performed by a different person. So, you know, they're trying to the, keep the, the tone very, very similar. I like the new versions, too. Yeah, I do, too. I mean, do we even have to say like the music them. is a banging on all of these? Yeah, it's 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 the best. Yeah, it it's really what. Um, gosh, whenever he starts off that one line where it's like, yeah, like that gets me every time. I'm like, oh, I'm in on this. <laughs> yeah, old girl, old Vincent, Vinny, Vinny boy. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're not getting into the plots because it's just, you know, Charlie Brown wants to ask out the little redheaded girl and he doesn't. And various shenanigans happen with our our friends around him. <laughs> the ending of both of these specials is very odd. And I realize if they're only pulling from the comics, so they're not making any original dialogue up. The ending mm. of the 60s, Charlie Brown... He gets a note from her on the last day of school. I guess she rides a bus so she he can never visit her. It's unclear why Which is he can't weird visit her. Because she's walking home on one of the days in one of the clips. Yeah. I, they don't really justify why he can't see her when it's not school time. But she leaves Charlie Brown a note saying, I like you. And as you said, signed the little redheaded girl. <laughs> and Charlie Brown's happy, and he's like, how am I going to wait the whole summer? And then that's it. And then and there's no way she's still into him. No way. No, uh, <laughs> that that number, that hot little number. Uh, and then in the 2002, she never notices him. He kind of mistakenly gets put on a date with Marcy and Peppermint Patty, which is kind of... <laughs> I like the back and forth of them trying to woo Charlie Brown and him being clueless, but it doesn't really pay off that well. And at the end he goes, I ain't get a Valentine from anyone. And then Snoopy comes up and gives him a Valentine. And that's the end of the show. Right. This is where I'm like, this one is so much more depressing. <sighs> yeah. Cause at least in the first one, he gets some play. He gets a little tumble. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. But in the second one, I just feel like I'm like this guy is in a constant whirlwind of getting beaten down by life. Yeah. And it's never his fault. It is never his fault. I mean, but the, you're you're talking about the driving force of peanuts, which is the the cruelty of of the world against us. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are Which the ones... Which was always why I loved this as a kid. <laughs> That's always why it's so funny that kids are into it. I mean, I understand why I was, too. I'm trying to think, oh, does the Thanksgiving one... I guess that ends on a high note, right? They all decide to have a good time at Charlie Brown's dinner, even though he's getting yeah, them toast and jelly beans. And But the Christmas special ends on an up note, but it's not until the last second. I mean, it's just... Peanuts is such a universe of just um, 
people trying to be happy and whether through themselves or what they think they want out of another person, something is always in the way of that happiness, which if you read about Charles Schultz's life is how he operated his entire life. So he was a very good artist and author in that respect, Mm. but it's, it's an weird universe for a kid's property to live in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't quite know if anything else has ever touched just the kind of middle ground that it lives on. Yeah, mostly that's like reserved for sitcoms, you know. Um, oh, when where... I think of step by step, I think of the uh, melancholy <laughs> the of everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, step by step really uh, um, was my personal therapy. Yes. It's funny that you said that because it did just show up in my plex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was the deal with Cody on Step by Step? Did he, like, assault somebody or was inappropriate with somebody and they replaced him with another dumb goon halfway through the oh, show? Oh, I don't know this. I don't know this story. Cody, who was... That's the dumb dumb on Step by Step, right? Yeah. He went, yeah. Whoa, think- whoa, 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 right? That guy... <laughs> Yeah, I uh, in the I believe double episode in Step by Step where they go to Disney World, Cody is gone. And suddenly this other doofus who talks a lot like Cody shows up and he is then the Cody of the show. I think he I like I said, I, he did something inappropriate on set or to one of the cast members and got fired. But there wasn't the Internet then, so we don't you know talk about it as much until no, isn't step by step step by us <laughs> yeah until net network special yeah uh-huh. isn't step by step filmed on the same set as that show hogan's family or something like i feel like it's one of the same it looks exactly like another set well they're both tgif right i don't know don't because remember. didn't step by step meet hogan's family and also met urkel I think step by step. I think met they met Urkel. Urkel. I know they met Urkel. I know that happened. And Hogan's family met. I think. I think they crossed paths with step by step. I, I they pulled I that didn't trick. Think they a were lot. on at the same time. <clears throat> I didn't think they were on at the same time. No, remember on step by step, wasn't it that Urkel took off in a jetpack and <laughs> landed literally in the next show, which was step by step. He lands in their yard. <laughs> That's so ballsy. But as a kid, that's what you want to see. Oh, my gosh. I want everything mashed up as a kid. That's why I yes. always say Wacky Racers. Wacky Racers was always my favorite cartoon because it was all the cartoons all mashed up into one big ball. Yeah. I mean, this is a golden era for, for you then because everything is essentially oh, yes. Wacky Racers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everything's <laughs> a spinoff. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, so I would say, which did you like better? I think I liked You're in Love, Charlie Brown, better. Uh, I thought the jokes landed a little harder. I thought it was funny that there is a joke that is used in both specials years apart. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Lucy has a line. 
Charlie Brown says he's nervous talking to the little redheaded girl because she's so pretty. And Lucy says, well, why can you talk to me? And starts having a yeah. fit at him, which is very funny. Um, yeah. And I, let's see. The animation's better in the second one, but the music I like better in the first as well. It has one of my favorite music cues, which is the Peppermint Patty theme, which I listen to a lot. I think I like, I mean, the music in the first one is definitely better, but I loved hearing the new little tweaks they did to it in the new one. Mm. So it made me, it, it kind of makes me feel like I liked it better in the second one, even though I know that one's more superior it just it just was nice to hear a different i always like to hear variations on it i've heard tons of variations on the charlie brown thing and it's it's fun to hear one when they're not so far apart from the original sometimes when you hear new ones they're like they they lose the charm of yeah. the vince garaldi piano you know the twinkle twinkle toes as i like to call them <laughs> I don't like seeing the little redheaded girl. I know she's been shown in other specials. And that kind of ruins it for me. I think she should always be. Yeah, because she's totally not hot. Uh, and you don't see. Thank you. You can't you. see what he sees in her. Thank you. <laughs> Believe me, I have my own interpretation of how she looks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that and that's why you've never um, been able to. Hold down a relationship. <laughs> well, no, because I show them my deviant art account and I say, perhaps you could start dressing more like this. And then they take it the wrong way. Except that one girl did go out and buy a big bushy wig. <laughs> uh, oh, should we also say it was very, this because it just happened, um, the the person who played Charlie Brown in the Christmas special and in your love, Charlie Brown, who was the original voice uh, recently died. Um, he had very, very, I guess he had real life uh, depression and bipolar disorder and seems to have had a fairly sad life up until the end when he got kind of the help that he needed. So he finally got the correct medicine. And then he unfortunately uh killed himself which is a real bummer of an ending to end around the end of this on but i want to say r.i.p to peter robbins um who seems like a guy who was really trying his best through most of his life um but everyone else who did a peanuts voice seems to be a a thriving person so it's good to see child actors not all winding up in a bad way yeah so if you liked hearing our good grief, um, <laughs> good grief, <laughs> uh, you can get more of this grief um, at networkspecialpodcast.com where you can subscribe. And you can also find the links to all the different services that you might use to subscribe to your podcasts. Um, and you go to Facebook's Instagram, Twi- uh, TikTok, Twitter. We got them all. And um, I'm sure you'll find something to like. Uh, hey, I guarantee it. That's a Zachariah guarantee. Um, and what do we say at the end of every episode? Well, we say to the, our listeners uh, as a farewell. Of course, we always say uh, if you like the music in the Charlie Brown specials, check out the album Charlie Brown: The Lost Cues because there's a lot of great gold in that album.
I didn't. I actually didn't. We don't say that every episode. Oh, we don't. I did not know that. Oh, okay. Uh, as we say at the end of every episode, uh, uh, keep your hands on that remote. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>